I'm Steve Schwartz, founder of Pro Influence, and you're listening to Startup Spotlight, a podcast series featuring new consumer-based startup companies and their passionate founders. Welcome to Startup Spotlight, episode number nine. From Amazon to DoorDash, consumers are receiving convenient home deliveries all the time, and the bad guys know it. Today, we're showcasing PackageGuard, a startup company that deters thieves from stealing the delivered packages left on your front porch. Joining us now from Seattle, Washington, is Mike Rabham, creator and founder of PackageGuard. Hi, Mike. Thanks for joining us on Startup Spotlight today. Hey, thanks for having me, Steve. I'm uh, really looking forward to being here. Well, I've been uh, really excited to talk with you uh, and learn a little bit more about PackageGuard because my family receives an Amazon package or delivery at least every other day, if not every day. And I know that in our neighborhood, particularly around holiday time, we do have a case of stolen packages. And I think that PackageGuard, the little bit I know about it, could be a great solution for myself and, and my neighbors and other people around the country who get home deliveries on a frequent basis. You're not unique, Steve. You, there's uh, many, many people just like you. You know, to kind of get started, Mike, can you give us a little bit of a kind of background on yourself, specifically get into PackageGuard, how that came about and kind of where you're at? Sure. Well, I'm a, you know, I'm a lifetime entrepreneur. I've, you know, basically started, this is the sixth startup that I've had that has, you know, has had real employees and, you know, had real customers and real, real product. So this is number six, probably, you know, at some point they'll probably be number seven, but this is what I've done is start companies. This is actually the first hardware company I've ever started. So I've learned a ton about creating a real hard product that you can touch and feel. Uh, obviously it still has a software component with the app and, you know, all the things that go with that, but uh, it is, you know, it's a hardware product. So what I've learned from that is hardware is very slow. <laughs> it's really hard to change things. Can't just change things on the fly like we can with uh, software. It's you know much much easier. So, uh, but yeah, I'm a lifetime entrepreneur. I've, I love starting things. I like kind of entering new new markets. Been in here in Seattle for I guess uh, 19 years, and um, you know heavily heavily involved in the startup community. Package Guard is, you know, the story of why I created it and how I even came up with the idea was my wife and I have a nonprofit. It's called Survive the Streets. We do an event every Thanksgiving. This is our 19th year, excuse me, 18th year. We've done it every year we've been in Seattle. On Thanksgiving Day, we set up a pop-up store where we give everything warm weather that the homeless needs. So hats, gloves, socks, sleeping bags, bags, backpacks, etc. So in that process, we order lots and lots of gear. We have it sent to our home. And three years ago, you know, we ordered some coats from Walmart. They, they said they arrived. We didn't see them. We figured out that our coats were actually stolen off our doorstep. So for the most part, we lost those coats and we couldn't give them out. You know, it's like, that really sucks, right? right. So in my head, I thought, there's got to be a product that can protect packages from being stolen on your doorstep. It seems so easy. Because in my head, the product that I created already existed. I just assumed somebody had created it. After two months of research, I realized it didn't exist. I kind of looked at my wife, Patty, and I said, you know, I'm going to create this thing. I've never done a hardware product, but it can't be that hard to figure out. So, you know, here's where we are. Three years later, we actually have a product. I have a patent that was issued just two weeks ago. I have a you know oh. a real patent number, the whole thing. I got a trademark, everything. It's really exciting. And I'm delivering product Thanksgiving of this year. We'll be shipping product to our customers. I mean, they'll be getting them right around Thanksgiving this year. So that's the story of the package card. It all happens because of Survive the Streets. And, and we donate a dollar back to Survive the streets for every unit we sell. Oh, great. 
And, and so it was really born out of a necessity and an experience that you had personally. We have a product now that helps solve this problem. It's getting worse and worse and worse and worse. I mean, this isn't going to get any better, you know, in the next year or even two. It's just a crime. It's so easy to do. Steve, you and I could walk down the street in your neighborhood or my neighborhood, and we could probably steal 10 packages in about 20 minutes. There's nothing to protect the package. It just sits on the doorstep. Most of the people aren't home. There's nothing to deter it. I mean, it's just, right. it's really kind of crazy of how easy this crime is. For the people who haven't seen Package Guard yet, can you explain, Mike, you know, real quick how it works? Yeah, so it's it's really simple. What we really tried to do from the very beginning is try to make everything as simple as possible and not change anyone's behaviors, meaning the delivery people and consumers. So what it is, it's about the size of a Frisbee. It's about two and a half inches thick. It sits in your doorstep, or it really sits wherever you get packages. You can attach it to your porch in, in kind of various ways. When UPS or FedEx drops a package off, you get a notification. So Steve, you know, via the app, Steve's got a package. Now, if there's family members in your house that also have the app, they can get the same alert that says, hey, I got a package, right? So you can all get the package. Let's say I'm your neighbor, Steve, and you're out of town. You can give me access, meaning you can include me in those alert systems, right? So then I get the alerts as well. So I know that, hey, Steve's got a package. I could go pick it up. I know he's out of town or whatever. So that's how the, the notification works. Now, if a bad guy walks by and tries to steal the package, the minute, the very second he lifts the package up off that device, there's a loud 100 decibel alarm that goes off. So it's very similar to your, you know, fire alarm in your house. Of course, alerts the neighborhood, alerts are sent out. But really what we're doing is we're just saying, hey, there's something bad happening here, neighborhood, and the thief now has been discovered, which in the current form, there is nothing on the, on the market that alerts anyone that anyone's stolen anything. So all we're doing is just using that age-old sound alarm to notify all of the neighborhood that there's a bad thing happening on my porch. Therefore, the intent is it's a deterrent. So we believe that soon in the future, when people see the package guard, they'll just go to the next house. We have also have yard signs that say it's protected by the package guard. So pretty soon people will just see that device underneath the box and they'll just like, oh, we'll just go to the next house. That's a win for us. That's what we're trying to do. So it's a really simple device. It'll take you about three or four minutes to set up and you have your app and you include your family and everyone can just hit a button. It disarms it. You have three minutes to pick up your package and in three minutes it rearms itself. And it just, again, it just sits there and it does its thing. You talked yep. earlier that this is your number six startup that you've yep. gotten into. And I know being here in Seattle with you, that you're highly regarded and deemed as being one of the godfathers of uh, the startup community here in Seattle. For early stage entrepreneurs, what's your best piece of advice? Yeah, you know, the simplest thing that, that I've learned and obviously I've practiced as well is sell your product before it's a product. Whether that's a hard product or a software product, a digital product, you need to talk to customers, show customers or potential customers your product. And you need to see if they're actually going to give you money before you start to build it. Because the thing that I've seen more often is, and, highly, and it's usually with, you know, you get a really smart engineer and they go and build this thing because they have this problem. Well, you know, six months later, they put their head up after building this great product and they start to go out and talk to customers and the customers are like, oh, we don't want this or we want this. It's just different, right? So they've built something that customers doesn't necessarily need. They may need parts of it, but they don't need all of it. So my advice always is go sell what you're going to build before you actually build it. And how did you do that with Package Guard? 
It was really simple. I really created a kind of a crappy piece of plastic and just kind of had it looked similar to what it looks now and just said, here's a thing. It would sit on your front porch. It alerts you instantaneously when you get a package. It alerts your neighbors if you want to include your neighbors. And it has an alarm in it. So if someone tries to pick up a package, it goes off. Would you pay money for this? And how much would you pay? So I just went and talked to first my friends, and then I started just talk to strangers. And then, which was really the, the best thing I ever did, was I created some ads on Facebook as if the product existed and just tried to sell it and see if people would click on the ad, which I learned pretty quickly that people would click on the ad because they thought it was interesting. So, And I learned a lot about pricing. I learned that probably sell it for $69 or $79. I learned I couldn't sell it for $99. So, I mean, there's things I learned really quickly by just putting up an ad and, and having them go to a page that had some information about our product that actually didn't exist yet. But it was enough for me to know that, yeah, people thought it was a product that they would actually give you money for. So going through that process, then it was almost like a focus group and you learned all that before putting too much money into the idea. Absolutely. I mean, I I spent very little money before I did those Facebook ads. I didn't even, you know, I didn't do anything, didn't talk to any designers, didn't talk to any people until I had done that research. And then once I realized that, then I started talking to people about, hey, what's it going to make, what's going to cost to make this thing? And I did kind of networking through friends and friends of friends to find people that could help me build a prototype, which, you know, it took me about six to nine months to do that. You know, then I did a Kickstarter and, you know, kind of the rest is history. You know, the holidays are coming up. Your your product makes a ton of sense really anytime, but particularly during the holidays when people are getting a ton of packages. Is the package card currently available and where could I buy one? We'll be shipping them to customers on Thanksgiving, basically, is when we have an expected arrival date. So now it's just a matter of getting them over here from China. We're building them all in China. So, yeah, so we'll have them ready by Thanksgiving or a few days after Thanksgiving. We're in pre-sale mode today, but we'll actually be starting to sell at regular retail price on November 1st or within a few days of November 1st. You know, we're, we're selling as we speak. So you'll be getting your package guards delivered to your house and hopefully protect your packages this holiday season. And I would go to the packageguard.com website to get the units now? Yeah, just packageguard.com. Just, uh, you, you know, we can find us on Twitter, you find us on Facebook, find us on packageguard.com. And, you know, we're, we're kind of all over social media. Mike, you mentioned earlier in the podcast that it's really easy to set up, that it only takes two or three minutes. So when I get my package guard that I've already ordered in the mail and I unbox it, you know, what exactly am I going to be doing to get it set up? Yeah, it's super, super simple, Steve. So when you get your box, you know, the package guard in it, you know, you're going to pull out the package guard. You're going to put your four batteries in it, which are included, right? The four AA batteries are in it. So throw those batteries in. It's going to beep a few times. And, you know, you're going to download the app. It's going to take you, probably take you somewhere between three and five minutes, depending on how much you read the instructions or, or what you're doing. But, you know, once you put the batteries in and download the app, you know, and place it on your porch, if it takes you more than probably six minutes, I would be surprised. So Package Guard just seems like one of those products where it's just like, man, why didn't I think of that? And it just it seems to have a, you know, great potential. Have you been able to think out maybe what your exit strategy is or where you want to take Package Guard if it in fact takes off the way I think it will and I'm sure the way you hope it does? Yeah, you know, we've talked to a lot of smart people about who to align ourselves with, et cetera, that would be good partners or, you know, what, what you and I would call strategic partners that maybe they want to invest some money or maybe they want to help, uh, you know, grow the product. Yeah, there's some obvious things. The home security companies are obvious because we would just kind of fit into them, right? You know, if it's ADT or Alarm.com or any of those companies that, that do home security, I mean, we could just be an add-on product. Many people will say, why doesn't Amazon just buy it and give it away as a prime product? And I'm like, well, great idea, but I don't think they're going to give it away. 
way. But so maybe there's something with Amazon you do down the road, but I think that's probably less likely. And and then there's many, many, many smart home products that we fit into. Uh, but at the end of the day, yeah, we, we'll look for a strategic partner that's you know well versed in manufacturing or well versed in distribution or one of those things. It's a good fit for us. And they can brand it, you know, right on the unit itself. Oh, absolutely. Put Amazon right in the middle of the logo. We, the reason we designed the product the way it is is partly for sponsorship because we believe that companies will want to sponsor the top of that device. What, what's your situation on fundraising? Are you currently out raising capital? Yeah, we are. We uh, we opened up a small angel round of $700,000 in the spring, and we're actually starting to close it. We raised a little about half of that right away, and then we've raised a little bit over the last few months. And then we need to raise you know a couple hundred thousand dollars, and we've pretty much closed that off. But yeah, we're towards the very end of that, and we've got some great, great investors. Uh, Dan Levitan, who you know is a managing partner at Maveron, has put some of his personal money in. Kirby Winfield, great guy, uh, does a fair amount of angel investing. He's our lead investor. Uh, so we have some really interesting people in the in the uh, investor list. It's been a fun uh, fun process. You know, what would you like listeners to really remember about Package Guard when they see it online or on their neighbor's porch? You know, we as consumers have to solve this problem. The police will not be solving this problem for us. We have to solve this problem. So it's really up to us because the crime is just such a petty crime that the police just have bigger fish to fry. I think it's important to remember that you know, we're solving it as, as neighbors. You know, uh, we have to help each other out. It's a really simple idea that deters package theft. You know, talking about package theft, Mike, do you have a, an idea or a scope of just how big of a problem that is? Amazon, UPS, you know, FedEx, all those guys know those numbers, but they don't share those numbers and they actually won't share the numbers. I have two UPS retired executives on my advisory board and they've been on my board for a year and they know those numbers, but they can't share the numbers. UPS is really tight-lipped about that stuff. Amazon's the same way. They just do not share those numbers. So if you look at the volume of packages that are delivered and the volume that arrive safely, it's a very small number that don't arrive safely. But when you look at the people that are being touched, I mean, they're there's well over 10 million people that got a package stolen last year. Here's why I know that. Partly because the report of package theft happens, but not everyone reports package theft because it's such a small crime and Amazon or whoever many times just replaces the package. So right. I don't necessarily have to report it to the police. We're, we're seeing more and more of that because some of the shipping companies are now requiring some kind of evidence that you know package was actually stolen, so they ask for a police report. But at the end of the day, this is more of a perception problem than anything because UPS doesn't like it because it's costing their customers time, and it's just a pain in the butt factor when you have a package stolen. Is it a $5 billion market? Absolutely not. But it is hundreds of millions of dollars. If Amazon's trying to fix this problem, which they are, then it's a problem for them. Yeah. So yeah. I know it's a problem for UPS. I know it's a problem for FedEx. They've all tried to solve it in some way, shape, or form. But until in the last year, it's not been so in front of the consumer like it is today, where you see all these videos online about people stealing packages. Hey, Mike, thank you so much for coming on Startup Spotlight and giving us more details about PackageGuard. Best of luck to you and PackageGuard in the future. Well, thank you, Steve, and I really appreciate you doing this for, you know, not only for the package guard, but just for other entrepreneurs that you've been interviewing over the past. So uh, keep up the great work. I look forward to seeing more of these podcasts in the future. And that'll wrap things up for this episode of Startup Spotlight. I'm Steve Schwartz of Pro Influence. Please give us your feedback and share this podcast with your family, friends, and colleagues. You can find all Startup Spotlight episodes on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Stitcher. Thanks for listening, and be on the lookout for our next episode coming soon. 